Welcome to Casual Swinger. If you're under 18, the following podcast is not appropriate for you. The subjects and language are for mature audiences only. If you're not mature in nature, just make sure you're old enough to vote. We don't take ourselves seriously, ever. No guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any opinions or statements made on this podcast, our website, or our blog. It's all in fun, folks. This isn't Dr. Phil. Now, consider yourself the listener properly advised. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Casual Swinger. My name is Mickey. And I'm Mallory. And we have some fun stuff teed up for you guys. In the essence of what went on two weeks ago with Jack and Kissy, we have a cucked up situation for you guys. (laughs) Yeah, in response to all of the questions and feedback that we got from the episode with Jack and Kissy, we wanted to bring Kukoldris Venus back on to talk to us a little bit about that dynamic. Um, She has a brand new podcast out there. That's right. Um, She's a blogger, been a blogger for four years now, and has been a a big contributor to this part of the lifestyle. Yeah, so we figured we'd get her in here to answer kind of some questions from maybe a little bit of an authoritative point of view and tell you a little bit about her podcast. She's up to like three episodes now. So Yeah, and they're wonderful. Actually, this is the first time we've had another podcaster on our show, if you can believe it. Oh my gosh, it is. Yeah. I didn't think of that. And we've got so many great friends that are content creators swinging down under Kate and Daryl, which we we actually have a great show teed up to do with them. So we're going to do it. I mean, well, no, wait a minute. We did. We were on Jay and Angie's show, technically. Yeah, that's true. So I guess, yeah. And that's a couple times. Swingers. Yeah, because yeah, we were on the Jamaican and then our Austin trip. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we've done it. But this is like the first time we've ever like sat down and had somebody on like in the Casual Swinger Studios in Orlando, Florida. But. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm excited. It was a really cool interview. And I think you guys are really going to dig it. Uh, but I'm like, we're cramming all this stuff in right here before we leave. Yeah, we have like days, like one, two, three, four, five days before we did head. Did you need your fingers to do I that? Did. Seriously? I did. I did. I did. I'm not, I don't math well. Is, okay. Is this why you can't tell me how many men you've been with? <laughs> that folks is called dead air. Um, <laughs> Why Why do I have to keep count? We're just having fun. Okay. I was in- <laughs> That's fantastic. So we are leaving for hedonism. We're leaving on Friday with Rachel's Rascals. And this is our February trip. We're pretty excited about it. Very excited. I mean, that that's our most favoritest place on earth. And Let's you know, be honest. we have a bunch of listeners going too. I know. I know. I'm so excited to have our listeners there. Um, it's going to be a wonderful trip. We have a lot planned. Um, some new games, some newer games, and some fast favorites yeah yeah it's uh i mean i know we're gonna play facetime and melancholy yeah. so that's gonna i mean that game was just crazy last time i don't there was fucking watermelon everywhere yeah that, it was i'm excited crazy. i'm so excited we have a new one um it's like throwing some game that's gonna be like a flirt game kind oh, of with yeah. a twist i with, love with it a big twist yeah. so that's that's gonna be crazy and i think during facetime was the only time i've ever seen you look at a man and say spit on me oh my gosh that was so good <laughs> that was so good like what the hell 
But yeah, we're going to Hedo. We're going to be at Hedo from Friday of this week. So you guys are going to listen to this tonight. So pretty yeah. much from Friday, right on through the following Sunday. So yeah, February twenty first through March first. Yeah. So if you happen to be crossing over with us, come find us. We're not hard to spot. No, Mickey will be wearing a ridiculous hat. So it's kind of my thing. Yeah. It's kind of what I do. That yeah. And, I'll know. be frolicking behind him. That's what I do when I'm there. I frolic. I wiggle. Frolic, wiggle. You and Rachel just wiggle, 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 wiggle. All yeah, she's the queen of wiggles, though. I'm looking forward to it. I just, I'm looking forward to being in one of my favorite places on the planet with some of my favorite people on the planet. Uh, maybe drink a little bit of tequila. Yeah, some rum cream, dirty mm. bananas. Mm. Yeah. There goes the diet. So excited. That's all right. It's going to be a blast. And uh, let's see what else we got going on. We're going to Nashville. Oh, this trip is going to be amazing. I've never been to Nashville, so I'm super excited. I, I can't wait to go to a concert, but we've, it's developed into a, a get together now. Oh, it's like legit. A, a thing. Yeah. So here's kind of the details, guys. So we are going, we got a hotel. We have a room block. I'm going to put all of this on casualswinger.com today. So if you go to casualswinger.com, travel with us there's going to be a big spot right there where you're going to get all of these details but i'm going to tell you real quick anyway right on we're staying at the millennium maxwell house in downtown nashville you got a room rate of 149 dollars a night for friday and saturday night which means we're going to party in downtown nashville on friday because mallory and i are going to a concert yes but then uh you're going to be able to party with people like double date nation yeah, Euphoria Chronicles. Our Naughty Escapades. Our Naughty mm -hmm. Escapades. So you're going to have plenty of people to keep you busy while we're at a concert, but then we'll catch you guys afterward. Yeah, I think we're trying to talk Sapphic into joining us as well. Oh, we're yeah. going to fuck shit up. Yeah. So that's <laughs> going to be so much fun. Now, by the way, Saturday night, we're going to Menage. Ooh, that's right. We have a theme night for we that too, do. don't we? Thigh highs and bow ties. Oh, it's going to be so hot. And it's going to be so I fucking love, sexy. There's something about women and thigh highs that just drives me insane in the mm. best way. So hot. I am so looking forward to this. We've never been to Menage. You've never been to Nashville. No. So this is just going to be a great event. And we are going to be staying, like I said, at the Millennium Maxwell House. Why did we pick that place? They have a bar. They have a restaurant. They gave us a great rate. And they have a bus to get us downtown. So no Uber, which is going to be great. It's going to save folks money. Yeah. And from the pictures, I wouldn't anticipate opulence. No. It looks, like, it looks like a very clean place. I mean, and it's centrally located, which was very important. I mean, because... Yeah. Dude, Nashville can be expensive. Oh, my God. The first time I looked at the rooms, they were like $350 a night. And I'm like, I don't need poor swingers showing up going, we just spent our whole life savings to come hang out with you for a weekend. Yeah. We want it to be inexpensive. Well, and it be, let's be honest. We didn't want to spend the money either. No, like, we didn't. You know? <laughs> we're not even going to be at the hotel except <laughs> exactly, to have sex and sleep. Exactly. As long as it's clean, I'm good. All right. So we're going to be in Nashville on April 3rd and 4th. And uh, that'll be at the Millennium Maxwell House. We're really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be awesome. Uh, I, I'm super excited. I can't wait. Right. And what about Fomageddon? That's coming. Yeah, we, already, we just booked I'm, for that. Thank you so much. Because I, I know our schedules are really crazy this year. And we've actually had to dial back a bit. Um, and, and try to like leverage PTO with our vanilla jobs and the kids and everything. And I know this was a challenge. Um I don't have a lot of expense when it comes to my personal time off with work right now. And I really appreciate going because I had some serious FOMO with oh my gosh, missing out yes. on the foam. Uh, FOMO. Yeah. yeah. Foam mo. <laughs> mo fo mo. Was it FOMO fo show? <laughs> oh, I hope they don't listen to the show. <laughs> anyway. No, it's I, I gotta tell you. 
when we do things, we go places, you know, we try to host and make sure everybody's having a really good time and we work pretty hard to make sure our friends are having a good time. But this foam party of euphorias, yeah, we're, we're just going to have fun. I know. And I'm super excited. We hear, I mean, Randy do such an incredible job and I really want to be there to see it firsthand. I mean, and support them and, mm-hmm. and see our friends and meet new friends. So I want to see how the great. pros do it. Right? These guys know what they're doing. Exactly, exactly. And they do so much to support the community too. Like they're like, they're like, hey, send us, like last year, send us your stuff. We'll put your stuff on a table and promote Casual Swinger. They wanted nothing in return. I know. They're just amazing humans. So so lucky. Can't ask for anything more. And we get to see Bob and Nikki and Sapphic's coming. And it's just going to be stupid. Yeah, Jay and Angie are coming. Like, holy crap. You know, putting Jay and I in the same place with a it's, whole lot of liquor. Oh, so my favorite. So my favorite. <laughs> that guy and I should not be allowed in the same building. Dude, I'm going to bring tissues because I'll be crying from laughter. Uh, I can't wait. I can't wait to see them. I know we're going to see them this year. We're going to do Fomageddon this year. We got so many cool things coming up. Now, just so you guys know, last thing about hedonism before we get up to the last thing that we want to talk about. Our November trip is almost sold out. Yeah, it is. So if you are thinking about going to Hedo with Casual Swinger and Rachel's Rascals this year, you've got to reach out to us very soon. We are literally like 90% sold out I already. think we're over 90 now. Yeah, it's crazy how yeah. fast this trip is booked up. This is going to be the largest Rascal trip ever. And the last year was already the largest. We we sold out all of those rooms in the first like five days after we got back. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's a great dynamic. It's a high energy group. Um, we have the cat cruise that always sells out, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a waiting list um, because we try to keep everyone on one boat, so we're all together, same energy. Mm-hmm. Um, so if that's something you're interested in and haven't booked it and already going in November, definitely look into that because the cat cruise is a lot of fun. Um, we have pool parties. I mean, the tequila, it's just, it's insane. We take over the disco. It's going to be crazy. And the other thing that I think is a big attractant for us this year is we're sharing space with the Dirty Pervs from yeah. Dirty Perv Week. So that is a great party. We've said oh. for years that if you want to go to the best party you've ever seen in like your legit life. legit party every single day. Yeah, that those guys throw the best party on earth. And we throw a damn good party. We do, but our livers also need a break. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> so. telling you, if you come in November with Rachel's Rascals and Casual Swinger and you get to party with Dirty Perv Week, I will suggest that you actually apologize ahead of time to your liver. Yes. You might need to. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. So, Anywho, let's talk about the last and most important thing that I am really excited about. Another 80% sold out event. Yeah, PCAP in that's Miami right. in May. Yeah, that's coming up. I, so. I am so excited to to be amongst some of these people in our community and industry that I, I really respect. I mean, we're going to have a lot of podcasters and content creators there. There's going to be breakout seminars. Dude, the work that Kate has done, oh. I, like just when I think I can't love or respect this woman more, she ups the ante. I mean, she's organized. She's creative. She's constantly looking at, you know, something like this event and like, how do I bring the most value to people that are, are attending? What do they want? How, how can we give them, you know, what they, what they're looking for and the entertainment alone for me is just, I'm blown away by her. Right. I really am. And keep in mind, we're talking about, I mean, we were going to have, we got a thing, swinger diaries, us average swingers, sex uninterrupted, sex uninterrupted, sapphic. Uh, it's, it's, it, it just, the list, the goes, list goes on and on and, on and, and on there's on. no way we could 
name off everybody without leaving somebody out. No, I'm too stupid. But I will say this. This is a can't-miss event. This is going to be one that's talked about for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, and I do think if you have any capacity to get to this thing, you should. And, of course, it'll be in the show notes if you want to go check it out and see more information. Or you can just go to the website, www.podcast-a-palooza.com. Or you can follow him on Twitter at Palooza Podcast and get a little more information. Now, we got a couple of minutes left here to go over what we're doing today. Yes, I'm so excited. So, again, we got some really great feedback and responses from our episode with Jack and Kissy. Um, that couple is so amazing. And I think if we had to pick someone who's a shining example of a, a cuck relationship, a cucking relationship, they, they really frame it beautifully. I mean, even with the dynamic with their bull was amazing but we did get a lot of responses that you know you and I aren't in that scene you know we have our experiences I've, I've been a hot wife we have our you know foursome mm-hmm. threesome you know stuff that happens so we're not really an authority to speak to it so we thought it best to bring her back on and have some dialogue and she also just started her podcast seemed like a great reason and what I loved when we did this interview with her is how she just kind of gushed over Jack and Kissy she just just she lost her shit before before we even started recording she did. She, and she's an amazing human being. And I love that she takes such an intimate part of herself and shares it with the community. Mm-hmm. And she's she's unabashed and she's, you know, very straightforward about it. Yeah. And everything she does kind of comes from a place of love. Yes. Whether it's a love for herself or a love for her cuck or it's or, a you know, a love or a respect that they share with the bull. I think it was a really, really cool conversation to have. And I think it really kind of when you combine that body of work with the conversation we had with Jack and Kissy, mm-hmm. it really kind of completed the story. It I really think. does. It really does. Because, you know, we were talking about this, I don't know, however many months ago. When you research cuck or cuck holding mm-hmm. in porn, it's what, number one, number two? Oh, yeah, it's way up there. It's way up there. Everybody and, loves watching that shit. And I, I love porn, but I don't know that the porn I've seen in that environment or under that category really paints the picture that in the wild, it, how it really is. So. Yeah, maybe not. I, it's, I'm, you know, I don't watch a ton of that, that kind of porn in particular. But I get in my porn K-hole, so I end up watching like <laughs> a bunch of things because I'm not one that watches a lot of porn to masturbate. I, I watch porn to get in a sexy state sometimes. Right. Well, and drum, just because drum I'm me bored. watches different porn than sober me does because I'll wake <laughs> up after a night of drinking and be like, why was, when am I, I'm not into wizards. <laughs> Wizard porn? <laughs> Wizard porn, look at my wand. <laughs> Orgasmus or make them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're such a dork. I love you. That's our cue, guys. We're going to jump into this conversation with Cacoldris Venus. Mallory, you want to let everybody know where they can find us? Absolutely. You can find us as Casual Swinger everywhere. Uh, that is casualswinger.com. We're also Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Cassidy SLS, Double Date Nation, Quiver, and SDC. That'll do it. We'll be back in a hot second. You're listening to Casual Swinger. Welcome back, everybody, to Casual Swinger. Mallory here. Oh, I'm Mickey. And hey, guys, we have something a little different for you today. We're revisiting uh, one of our most popular guests on the podcast, Cacoldris Venus. 
you know, you know the sex was good when you go back for it again, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, so Venus, <laughs> honey, how are you? We haven't had sex with you, but you know what? This was almost as good. <laughs> Hi, guys. It's so great to be back. I'm great. Thank you. Uh, so, Venus, you are a cacoldrist. You are a blogger. And now you're a podcaster. We are so excited to have you join our community of content creators. And, you know, your, your dynamic is different in the lifestyle. It's still lifestyle. It's very different. Right. So it was so much fun to have you back. And right after, you know, we had Jack and Kissy on last week and we heard you listen to that episode. Uh, everyone was asking questions about it. And we're like, you know what? We're not qualified, but we know a girl who is. So we wanted to get you back out here. So do us a favor. Tell us what you've been doing and this podcast. And like, I mean, how, how, how did you take a leap? Yeah, because you started as a blogger, right? Right. So how'd you yeah, make that leap yeah. to talking? Yeah. Okay. So I have been the reluctant podcaster. I will say that because uh, it's not something that I wanted to do for, cause I just was overwhelmed with the idea of it. Um, but yeah, I've been blogging for four years and um, with, I've always been trying to reach women with my blog. And that's been a bit of a challenge. Like 95% of my readers are men. And so I, I kind of took a little bit of a break last fall and I was like, okay, what should I do? Because I, I want to be able to kind of branch out and, and, and reach more women and kind of let them know about this, this cuck lifestyle. And uh, there's this kind of relationship. So um, it was actually, it was a friend of mine on Twitter who sent me a link to like a podcasting 101 and he's like I really think that you'd be great at it you should really consider it and I was like no I don't think so like this is too much work and it's expensive and I don't know what I'll be doing and it's a big commitment and stuff but then I was like okay fine I'll just read this link that he sent me and so it was basically like a podcasting 101 like how how to do it most simple way possible and so I was like, okay, well, this actually doesn't sound too difficult. Maybe I'll just go ahead and do it. And I literally, within like like 10 minutes, just decided, okay, I'm just going to order the stuff I need and I'm just going to just go for it. And didn't really kind of know what I was doing. <laughs> Gee, thanks for taking all the mystique out of our fucking job. Thanks, Venus. Appreciate it. <laughs> I know, right? It's not, I thought it would be so much harder than it actually was. I guess because so many people are podcasting now that there's lots of resources online about how to do it. So I was like, oh, like I, if I have a question, I could literally just YouTube question it and just like figure it all out right then and there. So it was way easier than I thought it would be. And so, yeah, now I'm podcasting and I've done three episodes and I'm just having so much fun with it. But it is a little bit difficult trying to find the time to do it because my, my life is pretty, pretty busy as it is. But it's been great so far. I think it's going to be a wonderful outlet and an additional resource out there. And I love that you're trying to reach women specifically because when we do engage in some of these conversations or we get questions that surround cooking, it's usually from a male perspective. So I love yeah. that. So can you tell us a little bit about the format that you've chosen? It's a little bit uh, more of a short form, which I think is easily digestible. And what's your thing? Like how often are you releasing? Like what's your plan? So, yeah, I, I, I aim to be just about 20 minutes in length for the podcast because it's just me speaking. So I'm not I don't have guests or anything. Not yet. Anyway, I'm a little bit, you know, afraid of that part, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm scared. 
but it's just me speaking and so 20 minutes and I, I talk about a little bit about my story. I talk a little bit about my ideas and beliefs about cuckolding and relationships and stuff like that and have some sort of tips for couples and singles and stuff. And, um, so yeah, I just, I keep it short and sweet and I've been aiming for launching a new episode every two weeks, which is just about as much as I can do right now. So we'll see how that goes. And um, maybe it'll be more often, maybe it'll be less often. But for now, that seems to be just right. I think you got a good thing going there. I mean, it's a very because I listened to the first couple of episodes, I downloaded the third today. And you really do connect uh, with your perspective there. And you know, like you said, it's just you, but it feels very intimate. So I think you got a great formula there. Thank you. Yeah. You know what? I just try to be myself and tell my story and just try to get um, across my feelings about how amazing this kind of relationship can be and how amazing it can be for women specifically, how empowering it is for women. And, you know, part of the introduction to every um, episode that I have, it says, um, for the sexually empowered woman who wants it all. And that's really what this is all about. So <laughs> if I can portray that, then I feel like I've succeeded. <laughs> yeah, obviously. I mean, it's, I, I personally, as a guy, I even love that though, because I think when we talk about anything sexual, uh, men always seem to kind of put themselves at the forefront because, you know, I don't know, maybe they're, they're the one, you know, providing penetration or or whatever it is that that makes men feel like they're always driving the bus i love when women are driving the bus because that means as a giver i can really see you being satisfied with getting something that you want i'm pointing at mallory right now so i love that you're doing that and you're coming at this from a feminine perspective so when it comes to your podcast i mean is it about visibility to cuckolding as as or being a cuckoldress as a lifestyle choice is it about promoting cuckolding as a lifestyle choice or is it is it more about education what is your goal it's literally all of that um my my hope was that it would be in the category of relationships online <laughs> i managed to do that and uh so i'm super happy with that because that's what i want to be able to promote the most about this kind of um thing is that it's an actual relationship and it is not so strange and not so weird and not so taboo as people might think it is. And so if I kind of packages, package it as something that's a little bit more um, mainstream, then maybe more women would be able to look at it and think about it as like, a, okay, well, maybe I could actually like some of this if, or maybe I'd be open to this as a possibility. So that's what I'm kind of hoping to do, but also education is huge. I mean, there's so much out there online that is, not true about this kind of relationship there's so much out there that kind of um deceives people a little bit about what it really is all about so i really just would like to set the record straight about what it actually is versus what you actually see and so that's a big part of it for me i love that and you know the the fact that this is tied and dedicated to cuckolding in general to get the most out of that lifestyle i mean it is really awesome and I'd like to dig into it just a little bit and give our, our listeners a little bit of a refresh. Can you tell us what a cuckoldress is? Yeah. So it's um, your listeners might be more familiar with hot wifing, uh, which is basically just like wife sharing. So where he's not playing with other people, he's just simply loves watching his wife um, 
sleep with other guys. And so that's what hot wiping is. There's no kind of power imbalance. There's not a lot of sexual denial or anything like that. And um, it's very just, it's just, he really gets off on watching her. And so that's, I think the most common form of this where, you know, he's still called a cuck and she's um, a hot wife. It's also called stag and vixen. Um, these are just new terms that have come around to kind of differentiate what, what it is versus cuckolding. But with um, cuckolding, it's a little bit different. There is it's the same dynamic where she can sleep with whoever she wants and he cannot. Um, but they both love it that way. I mean, obviously, they both have to really enjoy it that way. It's not about unfairness. Although it, it seems like it's unfair, but it's really not because he gets off on it like that. And she loves it that way as well. So with cuckolding, there is this kind of power imbalance. It is more about her. And she is more the one who is in the driver's seat. She's the one making the decisions about who she fucks. And um, and it, it, it really just comes down to her happiness is his happiness entirely. So it's, 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 it's a beautiful thing. It really is. But there is some sexual denial. There is some sort of what we call humiliation, which I know sounds like, a, like it's kind of a mean sounding word, but um, I like to call it tease. And so if you think about a sexual tease, it's more like that where he's actually getting something out of it. It's a little embarrassing. It's a little bit, you know, makes him a little anxious and stuff like that, but he's so turned on by it. That's what I mean by humiliation. So with cuckolding, there is that factor involved. And that's the part that I love the most. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That's why I can't, I'm not into hot wiping. This is why cuckolding is my thing. <laughs> That's really, really crazy. So, uh, like we talked about earlier, our our last episode with Jack and Kissy, they were really, really passionate about this lifestyle and about each other and the love that they share together. And one of the aspects that they talked about in some of their stories were the humiliation aspects and kind of the mind fuck that went on, not just between him and her, but him and her bull. So yeah. when we talk about what a cuckoldress is, um, and, and you just did a really good job of kind of articulating what a, a cuckold is, there's a lot of permutations to this. And porn has done a really good job of making it look like a cuck has to be humiliated. So it, in your opinion, uh, can you be uh, can you be in a cuckold relationship without it being humiliating? And, and how what's, what are the differences between something that's genuinely humiliating and, and satis? Because I think the tease is probably a lot more attractive to people than the idea yeah. of being humiliated. Yeah. And, and Jack loved all, it. I want to say, uh, first of all, I want to say that episode, oh my, with Jack and Kissy, holy man, that was just <laughs> such a great episode. I loved it so much. The passion and excitement they had for their relationship and this style of relationship is just amazing they they were so much fun to listen to and their story was just incredible yeah. their wedding night oh my god their right wedding thing. Oh we my thought god. of you right? we thought of you <laughs> when they said that we were like oh venus is gonna shit oh my god i was so jealous when i was listening to that i was like Damn it. <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> but so happy for them too i mean i love hearing stories of couples who are in this kind of relationship dynamic and it's successful and loving and long-term and just fantastic as i'm sure it is for you guys when you talk to other swingers who are in this in your lifestyle the swinger lifestyle who are just you know they're they're incredible at it and it's succeeding in every single way you're just like oh it just makes you feel good <laughs> 
Um, I don't remember what I was going to answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a little carried away with uh, Jack and Kissy because they're just so incredible. <laughs> what we were talking about is humiliation and, and is it, oh, yeah. is it punishment and is, how do you make the tease less humiliating or less negative? Yeah. So, okay. Um, with the, with that, okay. There's this common con- misconception that to be a cock, you have to be less of a man. You have to be like lower on the totem pole. You got to be um, submissive. You have to be weak. People associate cock with weak, weak in every way. So when a guy thinks of a cock, they think of physically weak, mentally weak, emotionally weak, and less of a man. And this couldn't be further from the truth. Because to be a cuck, like you said earlier, this is a mind fuck. This kind of relationship is really a mind fuck. It's a mix of emotions. It's a roller coaster ride. You have to be actually very strong to be a cuck. You have to be strong in so many ways. And I think Jack did such an excellent way of of showing that, okay, these he's not worried about his wife leaving him for someone else. Because okay, maybe he can't give her the, you know, 10-inch dick that this bull can, but he gives her every single thing else. And so she's so fulfilled in every single way because he's in her life. And so I think that for people to think that a cuck needs to be disrespected or feel disrespected is totally untrue. It's absolutely untrue. In fact, a cuckoldress loves her cuck so much that she adores him in the same kind of way that he adores her and that's just the way it is so when it comes to differentiating between um, a tease and humiliation I feel like humiliation is uh, or or teasing is really whatever it is that that couple defines it as and it's different for each couple so it depends on what he likes It, it depends on what he wants if he wants to feel like his dick is really small compared to her bulls and he loves being, you know, teased about that. He gets off on that. Then, then that's great. That's what it is for them. If that's hurtful for a cuck and he doesn't really enjoy that, then she's not going to do that. And so it's really about like what it is that your, your partner finds enjoyable. And that's, yeah. So, and that, that's so different for each couple. So it sounds like it takes like a high level of communication and maybe a little bit of trial and error. You really have to know your partner and figure out what those teasing or humiliation points are that get them off. Yeah. My friend Mike, uh, who does the Keys and Anklets podcast, he said he has this thing and it's so hilarious and it's so true. He goes, hard dick never lies. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Now you said you said something else in that uh, dialogue we just had. Um, pretty frequently, you say cuckolding is love. Can we like talk about that a little more? What does that What does that mean? Because I think there's yeah. a taboo out there that it's actually emotionless, and if it emotions tied yeah. to it, it's negative. So let's talk about the love aspect of it. I think that porn has done an injustice to this lifestyle by portraying it as. Uh, merely a femdom kind of situation. So where, you know, he is on his hands and knees, crawling on the floor, you know, she's stepping on him, whatever kind of thing. And it's just, it's really, you don't, when you watch stuff like that, you have zero idea of the love that's in the relationship at all. So this is why I feel like, please don't watch cock porn. Like it is not 
um, showing what's really going on there at all. And, it, and it's just because it's not possible. You can't translate that through a screen. Um, but cuckolding really is all about love. And so, um, and if it's not, then it's not an actual relationship. That's why this whole thing kind of only works within a relationship that's loving, because otherwise you wouldn't have those kind of feelings towards each other. This would just simply be role playing a scenario. And, and that's, that's not accurate at all. I mean, sure, you can find somebody to play a cuck, cuckold just fantasy on a Friday night, and it'll be really fun for both of you, but it's, it's completely not the same. In order to have that kind of mind magic that goes along with this, um, the sequence of events within, you know, this tripod of cuck, bull, and cuckoldress, in order, for, in order for that magic to happen, there has to be that kind of love and respect there. And all three players need to be tuned into that. So, um, yeah, it really is a gesture of love. And um, my friend who who did this great piece on my blog, she wrote this post called Humiliation. And she really kind of put it into perspective that when, um, when you're with your partner, the ultimate um, symbol of love or show of love that you can do is to give them what they want and need. In, in different ways of your relationship, obviously, but also sexually. And so if that includes something like humiliation, if that includes something like teasing, then you would be mean not to give that to them. That would be cruel not to give that to them. It's a loving gesture in that you're fulfilling that part for them. And so when you learn that as a woman, you're like, oh, okay, you know what? I see this differently. This is not about being mean. This is actually about love. Got so it. that's that's really important. Yeah. So let's talk about an example real quick, since we're talking about love and in the framework of being a cuckoldress or or being a cuck. So let's talk about it from the husband's perspective, the wife's perspective, and the bull's perspective. Uh, what is an example in your mind of a of a cuck showing his cuckoldress love, a cuckoldress showing her cuck love, and a bull showing respect and or love to both of them? Okay, so between a cuck and a cuckoldress, the the cuckoldress involving him in some way in her sexual experiences, that's love. And so it's not that she's out fucking some other guys and not telling him about it and, you know, it's kind of secretive or she just comes home and doesn't talk about it. I mean, that would be cruel. His, his whole enjoyment of this whole situation is being involved in some way, either being there, hearing about it, listening about it, whatever, or, you know, like just all of these things. But that is love. That's how she's going to give him what it is that he needs. And for him to be able to give that gift of non-monogamy to her and say, look, there is so much great sex out there. I want you to be able to enjoy that. And that's like a huge gift. As you guys know, <laughs> this is a huge gift that you give each other. Oh, yeah. And so that in itself is, is so freeing and so loving that it's just like you feel like, oh, my God, I'm just going to love this person forever for allowing me <laughs> to do this. Like, <laughs> and for a bull, oh, my goodness. I think um, Jack and Kissy did such a great job of talking about um, the way that they they went through, you know, guys versus a bull, and the way that they talked about this bull, this military bull, who, by the way, I wanted his number. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, sharing is caring. 
If you're listening, Dutch, you've got a fan. You're listening. <laughs> yes. So, um, and then they, you know, the way that they talked about it where he, they, it, it sort of clicked in their minds that a great bull is someone who understands that role, but also appreciates it and loves being in that role. So for me, being a cuckoldress, I love being a cuckoldress. This is what I get off on. This is my thing. And for a cuck, that's, he, you know, loves being a cuck. This is exactly how his brain works. This is exactly what makes him happy. But for a bull, a real bull, that's what he loves. He loves being in that position. He loves this kind of synergy that's going on between the three of them. It's not just about sex with the wife. And that's like a huge difference. So, um, for a bull to be like really uh, aware of what's going on between the wife and husband is, is rare and, and that's hard to find. So when you have one, you're just going to keep them forever. <laughs> <laughs> Lock that shit down. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Cause he seemed like yeah. in reference to that episode, like he, he really did have an active participation, not just in the sex with her, but in the mind fuck and the dynamic between the two of them and built up and into those fantasies and, and their needs, which was amazing. It's completely yeah, he, nurturing. Oh, totally. He got right into it. And that is, that's a real bull. That's why they're so hard to find is because he gets it. Like he completely gets it. That's amazing. And, yeah. And when you have somebody like that, that will push your boundaries a little bit, they will help you explore each other. Like, oh my God, that's so hard to find. So right on. good on them. Yeah, for <laughs> real. So, you know, between Mickey and I, you know, we have our hot wifey and our, our lifestyle, like, you know, foursomes that go on. And I was sitting here wondering one day, like, how would I know, sitting here in my vacuum, that I would make a good cuckoldress if that's something that would suit my needs? Can we talk a little bit about that? How do I know yeah. it's right for me? Yeah, okay. So, yeah, it's a very good question because I think a lot of wives are approached by their husbands about this kind of lifestyle, and, and they ask themselves that. That would be the first question, I'm sure, was like, okay, first of all, do I really understand what this is? But also, like, could I actually do this? Would would I be happy doing this? And yeah, there are a few qualities for a woman to really love this kind of lifestyle or being very comfortable as a cuckoldress. And I think the first one is that you need to have a pretty high sexual appetite. If sex is not really on your radar very often, then this is probably not on it either. And so I think that you need to really enjoy sexual exploration and not, not all women have had the chance to go down that road before. So it, she might not be comfortable with that, but also being open to the idea that non-monogamy is okay. Fair. <laughs> this is still, yeah. yeah. This is still a very difficult thing for women because they question, okay, like, is my husband still going to love me if I'm, if I'm sleeping with somebody else? Like they just, they get worried about that, but they also get worried about their safety. Like, am I going to be, you know, is, am I going to be okay? Is my husband going to be, you know, watching out for me? Also, they just, they, they worry about like, okay, the stigma of it, like the slut shaming that goes along with it. If people find out and stuff like that, this is a huge fear. So you kind of, kind of, you have to kind of own it. Yeah, I'm a slut. I love it. I've always been that way. I, you know, I, and I found a man who loves me for it. So <laughs> how lucky am I? <laughs> <Right>? Hallelujah. <laughs> <But> you, <laughs> right? 
you kind of have to be okay with that. You got to get past that. And then also, I think the most important part is um, being able to understand the difference between sex and love and having a clear line between the two of them and being open to the idea that different men can each give you a part of what it is that you need. And so you can get all your love and affection and, and adoration and everything like that from the, the guy you're married to. And yet you can still have your sexual needs met by other people as well. But knowing that there's that clear line in between those two, that's really important. So um, other, if you can't figure out <laughs> the difference between the two, then you're probably going to run into some trouble down the road when there's feelings caught between you and a bull. So that can be a little bit dangerous. Oh, okay. That's a great point. And do you think the same goes for men, you know, deciding like, am, am I a cuck? Do, would I make a good cuck? Yeah, I think for men, it's like a little bit more black and white. Like mm-hmm. I feel like they're, they're either wired that way completely or they're not. And um, it's usually, and it's funny, if you listen to the story of cucks, um, the majority of them will all say it's happened I, at this one moment when I feel like a switch was turned in my brain and now I can't ever turn it off. And, or they'll say like, my girlfriend cheated on me. I was so devastated, but then I was so turned on after that. That's all I can think about. Ah. <laughs> and, yeah. And so, or like a guy will say, I, I've always been this way uh, since as long as I can remember, this is the only thing that turns me on. So I feel like for cucks, this is like a hardwired thing. And so if they're kind of not sure if they would make a good cuck, they're probably not a cuck, I would think. Okay. It's usually very, very obvious. Well, you've been wired this way for a very long time. And when we talked yeah. to you last year, you shared a fantasy with us about your wedding night. And it's come up a bunch of times in a bunch of different conversations. Not the least of which was that conversation with Jack and Kissy that we were referencing a little while ago. So uh, when we were talking to them, we actually, if you listen to the episode, we actually called you out (laughs) when we said Venus is going to love this shit. So remind our listeners, what is your personal fantasy for your wedding night? And did Jack and Kissy inspire you to go get that shit done? Uh, that episode was the first time that I've heard that story. And they're the first couple who I've heard about who actually did something like that on their wedding. Oh, so yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah. So I was like so excited to li- when I was listening to it, I was like, Oh my God, really? I'm so happy for them. But yeah, so my, my wedding night fantasy has always been that I will have my first um, BBC gangbang on, on my wedding night. And obviously my husband there watching and um, this is something that I've wanted for so, so, so long. And I've kind of planned it all out in my mind and even like picked some of the people, some of the guys who are going <laughs> to be there. I'm like, yes, you're going yes. to, I'm like, if you can expect an invitation one day, I just have to find the guy who's going to be my husband. But anyway, <laughs> everything else has worked out. Right. You've got all the hard shit done. You just got to go out and find a husband. now. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So let's talk about <laughs> so, it because we haven't talked in a year. So how about your year in review? Have you checked off any new boxes? Do you have any new fantasies that are out there? Or is that kind of still the the gold ring? That one is still always going to be my number one fantasy for sure. 
Um, and I, within the last year, have sadly not made much progress on that. <laughs> but who knows? Maybe 2020 will be my year. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we but keep saying, think- that 2020 is going to be our year as swingers. Like it's... <laughs> I know. I'm pretty sure I said that last year too, but um, (laughs) (laughs) no, (laughs) who knows? Maybe with this podcast and I'll just connect with the right person. We'll see. There's someone I'm interested in right now, but um, we'll see if, yeah, we'll see if it works out. Okay. You never know. Fingers crossed. We'd love to hear that you check that box off. That's amazing. Right. I know. (laughs) So next time we get together and do this, we're going to talk about your flirt game and how oh, you yeah. flirt yeah. because but we, we've still got quite a bit to get into today so I don't want to get on that path today but next time we have you on the show we're going to talk about Kikoldra's Venus's flirt game because I think that would be interesting oh oh I'm all in I want to take 101 <laughs> oh my god okay but I'm just warning you right now it's going to be insanely hot <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring blankets and towels <laughs> Oh, Great. I'll bring lube. All right, then. You won't need it. You will not need it. All right, so let's get some advice from Venus for our listeners. What do you think, Mel? Oh, I love this idea. Yes. All right, so why don't you start? Okay, so if I'm starting to embrace my power in this role and I, I start, you know, cucking with my guy a bit, you know, how do I start having this conversation without making him feel like he's losing something? Like, I think in our heads, we kind of psych ourselves out when we start into this discovery mode and then we kind of retract a little bit because we're scared on how it's going to be received. Do you have any advice like on how to talk to your partner and approach the subject? If you kind of have a feeling that this could be part of your new dynamic. Yeah. I mean, obviously communication is really key, but sitting down and actually maybe just sit down and go through some potential scenarios, talk it through with each other and if there's one that he, you can tell is turned on by or a part of it, then kind of dig deeper and figure out exactly what it is about that scenario or about that piece of that scenario that kind of gets him going a little bit. And once you kind of understand his mind in that, in that, in that part of it, then it's easier to expand upon that. And my advice to everybody is to just take it slow and, I think Jack and Kissy, they said the same thing as well. Just take it slow because you're, you're bound to make mistakes and the mistakes are going to happen. Sure. And yeah. And so, and it's easy as a woman, like we don't want to hurt our partner. We don't want them to feel hurt or feel isolated or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so it's important that you take it slow so that if you do make a mistake, it's easy to take a step back instead of taking 10 steps back by jumping in too fast. Fair enough. Yes. And and if you're in a loving relationship and you're already, you know, having, you know, consensual non-monogamy, you know, your role is to protect your partner. You don't want to make them, like you said, feel isolated or hurt so that that dialogue could be a little challenging. Um, But I think it's a it's a way to to develop that. Now, my other question to you, because I I have had this in my head since the last time we talked. Have you seen in the wild a relationship that's cucking or cuckolding that doesn't have the cuck as part of the primary relationship. So say my husband and I, but maybe I have a boyfriend or a play partner that enjoys that aspect and then adding in a bowl. Does that happen out in the real world? Have you ever heard of that? Is that even possible? Yeah, there are different kind of 
scenarios within this kind of relationship dynamic. I have heard of some of them and, and usually I'm kind of like scratching my head, trying to figure it out in my mind a little bit, <laughs> but mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever works, whatever works for couples, I mean, go for it. If you're happy, everybody's happy, go for it. You don't have to be really um, confined to the, the labels or the expectations, the role expectations within this. You can branch off and do something completely different and it's not, it, it's, it doesn't make it bad. It just makes it different. That's all. Love it. All right. So let's yeah. let's go from the guy's perspective for a minute. So I know from the female perspective, you said, take it slow, right? But let's say for a minute, I'm a guy. Uh, I am, but that, that's... <laughs> Good to know. So, Good to know, sir. Who fantasizes <laughs> about his wife embracing her power dynamic and, and hot wifing, dabbling in cuckolding. What advice do you have for a guy who's approaching a woman about this subject. Maybe maybe they are in the lifestyle. Maybe they're not in the lifestyle at all. Maybe this is just something that's consuming his personal fantasy time, right? It's in his spank bank. So uh, how do I communicate my desires and fantasies without sounding like a total psychopath? I mean, you, <laughs> you approach your wife and say, hey, not only do I want you to go out and get fucked, but I want you to humiliate the shit out of me in the process i mean i mean how how do you have that conversation where do you even start oh so hard i get asked this all the time by husbands about how do i approach my wife how do i bring this up and you know i and there's a huge fear around it obviously if you've invested you know years and years and years of marriage with this person who doesn't know this side of you and you need to bring it up to them it's a huge fear what how they're going to react. Usually it's not that great, their reaction. So um, it's really important how you approach her. But I think that for couples who have never communicated about anything sexually, honestly, before, um, it's well worth the money and the investment to actually get um, an open-minded counselor to help you out with that so that you both feel... Uh, heard and listened to and able to communicate what it is that you actually need in a space that is going to be okay for that. Um, Because let's face it, this is difficult to talk about. There's this stigma around cucks, like I said, that they're weak and that they're pathetic. And, and some women would look down upon that and because they just don't understand it. So if there's a huge fear that she's just going to walk right out and, that's unfortunate. If she really knew and understood this kind of lifestyle, that uh, it's really not that bad, it's not that scary, it's not that strange, then maybe then she would be more open-minded to it. But for, for couples who have never really communicated like that, they really do need to get some help for that, I would think. But if she's already in, let's say, the swingers lifestyle, this should be an easier way or an easier conversation with her. Because if the whole non-monogamy factor is not, she's not fearful of that, that's not strange, that's not weird, that she's likely more open-minded to all sorts of other things. That's what I found out. Lots of couples in the swinger lifestyle have turned into the cuckolding lifestyle um, as the next, you know, just a road that they went down um, because of their, they're both open-minded. open-minded. And so um, that part shouldn't be too difficult. But for all those married couples that have been married forever and ever, that's going to be really difficult, I think, if you've never talked 
honestly about it before. Yeah, well, that's jumping into the deep end. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. And for yeah. any of our listeners that have heard what Venus had to say here about maybe finding a open-minded counselor or somebody to talk to, I'm going to put in the show notes a link to the National Coalition for Sexual Freedom. Uh, you can reach out to those folks. They do maintain a database of different types of resources for this sort of thing. So if you do want to find a counselor or someone to talk to, they may be able to help you along that path. In addition to our own counselor that we have as a pseudo staff member here on Casual Swinger, which is Dr. Aisha Bailey out of South Florida. So we'll also put her contact information in there so you can talk to her if you want to go down that path. Yeah. However, great. Uh, so let's talk about what's next for you, Podcaster Venus. You have any other projects <laughs> coming up? What's going on? Uh, well, I just launched my third episode yesterday called The Art of the Tease. And so that one, it's, it's kind of explicit. It goes into some, ex, you know, examples of how to really get your cut going. <laughs> Perfect. And, I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> and that was really fun. <laughs> but yeah, so for now, it's just, I'm still kind of um, just, work, just focusing on my, my podcast right now. And you know what? I've been really enjoying all the feedback from couples and single women nice. from doing this podcast. Yeah, I would say the feedback is split 50-50. 50% just men feedback, 50% couples and single women, which I'm just like thrilled with. That's awesome. <laughs> so I feel like I've been able to really connect with a different audience, with, um, with more people who I've been really trying to connect with. And so I'm just really happy with that. That's my biggest goal is to just continue with that for this year and hopefully be able to connect with more and more people. I would love to be able to travel and do some stuff like that this year, but I'm not sure if that's in the cards. My, my personal life is just too busy right now. Fair and understand that. And I love that you're starting to see that transition to couples and, and single women. And, and speaking of women, um, right before we started recording here, we were talking about your contribution to International Kinky Women's Day. Yeah, there's a, panelist. a webinar happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so are you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we haven't announced it yet, but I figured this is a great segue. And what I love about this event, and we'll put the link in the show notes, it's totally free. It's like an all-day webinar that covers many different subjects and different people of different backgrounds, whether that's, you know, cucking or poly or femdom. I mean, just about everything. And it's for women by women. Yeah, it's going to be really great. Um, I, I'm Nookie, who does the website and the webinar, she's fantastic. Amazing. And Brilliant be, woman. Yeah, it's right. She's just done so much work. It's just amazing. But um, that'll be really fun. And I hope everybody tunes in. I, it, I think it's going to be really empowering for women. It's going to be a great a great experience and on women's day yes on women's day it's so perfect (laughs) so just so everyone knows international kinky women's day is all day webinar um it's gonna be march 8th um at sluts trollops and tramps women and ethical non-monogamy is the panel that venus and i are speaking on that's at 5 p.m eastern and as Overall, because this is an all-day event, um, this is kinksters from all over discussing a wide variety of experiences and different kinks, you know, and it covers, you know, having better sex, but mostly celebrating and promoting women. This is a great opportunity to, to log on. It's totally free. You just register for your space and the webinar of your choice, and there's quite a few out there. I want to say there's like seven or eight, if I'm, yeah, if I'm right. Yeah. 
So a great opportunity to get out there, ask questions, um, because they'll be hosting the platform in order for you to be able to do that, um, which I think is is great. And it seems like it's going to be a nice, intimate environment, because when women come together for stuff like this, our force multiplier is just, I mean, it's, it's amazing. The, the last time I did something like this, yeah. I walked away feeling like I'm a million dollars. I've never been more confident in my life and my lifestyle choices. Yeah. And this, the voice of women needs to be heard when it comes to non-monogamy. The voice of women really needs to be heard. I feel like, and this is the proper stage for it. So I'm super excited about it. Me too. I think you're going to be an amazing contributor. Um, I, I can't <laughs> wait to do it now. I've been a participant. I've never been on the other side of the equation. So I'm a little nervous, but I'm excited to be there. <laughs> It'll be fun. It'll be fun. It'll be a great time. <laughs> I'm just excited that there's a girl named Nookie that's hosting a national oh, kink. She's thing. amazing. Really? Nookie? <laughs> yes. How yes. the hell does that happen? Yeah. yeah. Like, perfect, right? perfect. She was born for this. She literally was. And I can't, I can't wait for you to speak with her. I had a wonderful conversation. We're going to talk to her later this week. Um, she's, she's this amazing entrepreneur that's kind of framed sex and lifestyles into this this business i mean she's got a dating kinky website she's got this event Mm -hmm. she's got a book series she's she's a badass lady all right well she's figured out how to do something we haven't figured out how to do which is not lose money (laughs) i did not ask her that so we can maybe offline that's fantastic well venus we have eaten up all of your time on this beautiful afternoon Uh, At least it's beautiful here because we live in Florida. So we want to thank you so much for joining us once again on Casual Swinger uh, to talk about, you know, something that obviously we've been talking about a lot lately, but everyone wants to hear about it. And I think they want to hear about it on your brand new podcast. So why don't you take this opportunity to tell everybody where to find your blog, where to find your podcast, and uh, then we'll have Mallory do the same thing. Yeah, Yeah, sure. So um, my blog is venuscuckoldress.com. And um, the podcast is available on nearly all of the podcasting um, listening services. So, um, and uh, my Twitter is at Cuckoldress B. And I'm, I just started um, the podcast on Instagram. Um, and it's uh, called the Venus Cuckoldress Podcast. Or you can just search Venus Cuckoldress and it'll pop up. So you can find me uh, all over the place. Anyway. That's Seems awesome. Like perfect. <laughs> perfect. So anywhere you can find us, you can find her. <laughs> Mallory, you want to tell That's everybody right. where that is and we'll get the yeah. hell out of here? Yeah, we're Casual Swinger <laughs> everywhere. That's uh, casualswinger.com, of course. If you want to send us a message, it's podcast at Casual Swinger. For social media, we are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and you can find us on the sites. That's Double Date Nation, SDC, SLS, Cassidy, Quiver, and... I believe that's all. That might be all of them. Or, of course, there's casualswinger.com. So, hey, guys, this has been so much fun. We've been hanging around asking cucked up questions of the beautiful (laughs) Cacoldris Venus. (laughs) So punny. I am punny as shit. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you in two weeks. You've been listening to Casual Swinger.